0: I got the whole crowd jumping. Nick in the shorts, got the podcast, bumping best sports talk, baby. Can't tell me nothing. up with the best in the
1: game on the mic. Nothing but respect, but you know we gotta fight. Hot takes, know we bring it heat like a blitz, though. Strong will, keeping it a hundred like a pitch throw. Woo! Gotta bring the passion. Brothers don't miss, Steph Clay, they splashing. All the talk shows dwarf South your favorites. You ain't gonna wanna skip like Bayless. <laughs> Coming to you live and CPA, the true voice with the smart, no GPA. So tune in, listen up, cause there's more to know. It's more South, turn it up and enjoy the show.
0: The shorts. We're calling you out right now. Public service announcement. We think you're skipping the podcast tonight to go trick or treating in tenth grade. Let that sink in, people. That's a violation.
1: That is a violation. Although happy Halloween, Jacobs.
0: Happy Halloween, Zanelli. I um I,
1: I know what I dressed up as today.
0: Uh, a contractor.
1: No, a legend.
0: Shut up, Steve. I dressed up as a 27-year-old college student trying not to fall asleep in my classes. So I, th- I think that was fair. And then I um, I made plans for my birthday on Wednesday. I made more plans for my birthday, but for Thursday and then for the party this weekend. I'm excited. Um, yeah, when this podcast drops, I might be 28 years old. This is weird. you're listening to the podcast, you might be listening to an older Jacob's. And not just the podcast. What podcast is this? The North-South podcast with, we have to mention, only the most famous man in Philadelphia right now doing our intro. Archie, if you haven't seen, where have you been? Home. He I mean, was on Fox 29 News on Friday before game one at Chickies and Pete's live. I, like, what else is there to say about him? Like, I know, like, we talk about him actually quite a bit, obviously. But, like, how cool is it, man? Like, that's that's my boy. I've known him for, for quite some time now, too.
1: That was all all from a TikTok, too. Right. That, that's uh-huh. even the best part. And he gets noticed. Fox Twenty Nine wants to do a little interview on him. He uh, raps "Bryce" at Chickies yeah. and Pete's, and for those who haven't listened to that song, it's his arguably his best single that he released. It's yeah, called it's, Bryce, it's absolutely um,
0: top five for sure. Yeah,
1: I love that he edited like some of the lines during that. Uh, yeah, to make it like current and not from a couple years ago. I thought that was uh, that was very clever. But uh, Arch, the- we couldn't be happier for you, brother.
0: Oh my god, we couldn't be happier! And then a throw in into some of the the Fox brought the newscasters too. Yeah, I'd be cracking up. Yeah, I think he said. I think I heard if you listen to the interview that he um, he plans on. <clears throat> I forget. Excuse me. If if it's after they, you know, they win the World Series or whether they do or not, whenever it's over, if they if he just makes like a World Series version where like a new updated version with this team rather than the twenty nineteen Phillies, I want to say. Um, yeah, 2019. It was the 2019 Phils that uh, he had originally made a song about. Obviously, it's about Bryce, but, you know, the, the 2019 Phillies. It's weird to think like, how different those teams are, too. Huh? It's still similar, but also different. So, Arch, again, yeah. like Steve said, we couldn't be prouder of you. Um, hope to get you back on the pod pretty soon. We were talking a couple weeks ago about getting him back on, me and him. So, we'll, we'll see for sure. And, and if we don't have them back on before the draft, we have to do the, the mock draft with him again. Because that was one of the highlights of the pod, I think, that I've done so far. So we'll get you on that next year, too. That'd be fun. we got get four of us on there. Um, so greetings. Happy Halloween. Uh, you'll be listening in November. But happy Halloween. Um, it's Jacob Santinelli minus the shorts. Uh, whether he's trick-or-treating or not, we hope he's having a good time doing whatever he's doing. Told him to take a week off. He doesn't miss pretty much ever. He missed a few, but you know, uh, kid's got to live his life. So here we are, uh, after week eight. Now we are literally one week away from the halfway point of the NFL season, and I want to get sick. It just it happens so fast every year. Steve, do we want to just jump right in? Start with the Thursday nighter.
1: Yeah, um, Ravens Buccaneers. I was the only one in our pickums that took the Buccaneers. And it was looking good in the beginning. It, it really was.
0: was. Yeah, right away. I mean, Fournette went in for that. After the Tucker field goal, Fournette went in for that touchdown. And suck up, you know. I mean, it was 10-3 after one. Yeah, they looked really good.
1: I was looking at it. It's the Tom Brady divorce revenge game. Yeah. Because it, it was announced official that Tom Brady and uh, his now ex-wife Giselle uh, filed for divorce.
0: Oh, but you know what? It didn't get announced until Friday
1: uh you know what he was battling his demons that night all right
0: next week we're gonna officially call it tom brady against oh god the rams that's an ugly game
1: hammer in the box
0: bucks minus oh what's don't don't look whose line is it anyway i
1: already rams. know what it is
0: oh all right well
1: it, it was Bucks minus two and a half i believe
0: it's minus three right now, according to ESPN.
1: Ooh, people are after the Bucs.
0: already. Yeah, so they like the Bucks. Keep your eye on that one throughout the week. Yeah, but
1: honestly,
0: Cooper, Cupp, Cooper Cupper ankle at the end of that game, so we don't know.
1: I just, I just saw ESPN um, Fantasy most likely to play next week. Oh,
0: thank God! I thought you should have, I thought you should have bricked, dude, when I saw that.
1: Um, in terms of the game itself, I mean, Tom Brady just chalks the ball like fifty times a game now. Even Lamar, even Lamar threw 38 times. It was pretty much a passing game. Both run games didn't really do that much outside of Gus Edwards and Kenyon Drake both had 60-plus yards only on 11 and seven carries, but they had really long carries for one of them. So it looks a lot better than what it really was. It was mainly a passing game. like a... oh, yeah,
0: I mean, no, no, no. You look at it, I didn't realize either. The Ravens actually had 231 rushing yards, seven yards per carry.
1: That's crazy. And meanwhile, Cam Bay only had 44
0: but that's it doesn't feel like it when you think of the game. Like, you're right. Like, it didn't feel like a run-heavy game. I think really in the second half it really kind of took over. <clears throat> Excuse me. The fact that they don't use – and by they, I mean the Buccaneers. They don't use the running game as much as, as, as they they should. It, it's them and the Packers both I like, kind of for me. I don't know how you feel about that. But, like, they don't run the ball. Like, they go – they looked really good running the ball with Fournette on that first drive. And, you know – um Rashad White, or whatever his name is, the rookie that they have as well. He's not bad, running the ball. I know Baltimore's defense is good, and we'll we'll talk after you know, right after we talk about the game, that it just got better today. It wasn't a pretty game, but I guess compared to Thursday Nighters in the last like month or two, it was beautiful. (laughs) Probably,
1: arguably, the best Thursday night game. One of
0: so far, yeah, there's not
1: many to choose from, but
0: no, there's no, it
1: honestly wasn't that terrible of a game.
0: No, no. Re-
1: I mean, Mike Evans is still so freaking good.
0: Yeah, dude. He had, like, nothing, and then all of a sudden, in the fourth quarter, he just snaps. I'm just and, saying they're watching the game. I'm like, God, of and, course. And in terms of like
1: Baltimore's him. receivers, Isaiah likely was their leading receiver that night.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I like him a lot, though. I watched him at Coastal Carolina a few times. He had a game at Coastal for, like, 220 and four touchdowns one time. He, I mean, Coastal Carolina, real small school in South Carolina, right by the beach, actually, uh, not too far from where uh, my dad used to live, where I, you know, I'd go visit them. But, yeah, I mean, he's a nice little tight end. If they can get something working with him and Mark Andrews, maybe some of that old, you know, New England magic with, you know, when they had Hernandez and Gronk. Run the ball a lot more with Lamar, and when Dobbins gets healthy, and then you have Gus Edwards now, and they're not a bad team. You know, if Rashad Bateman can um, – He's with, yeah, he's with Baltimore now, yeah. If he can come back healthy, and I don't know. I mean, I know they don't have Hollywood Brown anymore. Baltimore's got a nice little roster, and then if, you know, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say about the game, but then, you know, they make the trade today for Roquan Smith of the Bears. Not a bad trade for both sides. No, it's not, and here's my take. I'll let you talk about it as well. I want to get your input on it. Roquan Smith wanted a long-term deal from the bears new management comes in he's playing on the last year of his contract no star player wants to do that you can't blame them skipped i want to say ota's maybe mandatory mini camp he might have missed a little bit of training camp he did show though and he's balled out this season it's they went from a 3-4 in chicago to a 4-3 and they were a little worried what is, you know, what is he going to do in it? it? It is a lot different for the linebackers going from two in the middle to one. He's leaving the NFL in tackles, if I'm not mistaken. I know he's got at least one, if not two interceptions. He's all over the field. Every play you see, he hits hard. He doesn't take plays off. And the Ravens got themselves a hell of a linebacker. Bears got, I want to say, a second and a fifth for him. Yes. That, might not, him. Yeah, that might not sound great, but you got to think. They're not going to re-sign him. People say, oh, well, why don't they franchise tag him? You're only just going to piss him off if you franchise tag him. And there's no guarantee that he signs the franchise tag and plays. So, I, like Steve said, I, I think it's a good trade for both sides. It does hurt, but the Bears can use that money elsewhere. They have upwards of $130 million in cap space next year. I think 136. the last time I saw. By far, most of the NFL. They have their first round pick again, finally, and I don't know, man. I it hurts, but you know what? Their new regime—they've got to do what's best for the future. Roquan, obviously, and you saw—you know—he cried after they traded Robert Quinn. We'll talk about that. I guess we'll, we'll maybe we'll jump into the Eagles. And we'll talk about that right afterwards, and then the Bears game. Um, it, it hurts, but you know what? They—they they did what's best for. I think for Roquan Smith ultimately moving forward and um, and for their own future, the Bears moving forward. Steve, what do you think?
1: Um, Yeah, I, I'm going to double down on it, – it was good for both sides because the Bears knew if they didn't trade him before the trade deadline, he was going to walk no matter yeah. what. So you might as well get something while he still can. And honestly, a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick isn't bad. That's, no. not, that's not a bad haul. I mean – you might have maybe gotten a little better if if you if you waited it out a little bit but you never know they didn't want to take that chance and i respect that yeah um and now roquan's going to a a, comp- a competing team unfortunately the bears are not in any competitive mode at this point but they still try they're just not that good of a team right now yeah and and he's better off with the ravens um I agree. and he's going to probably definitely help that defense big time
0: yeah i they they i mean that's that's big time with what he's going to be able to do in that defense. You know Patrick Queen there as well. Um, I believe they have another linebacker getting ready to come back too. If I'm uh, Tyus Bowser, he hasn't even played yet this season. An outside linebacker. So you know you get those three linebackers. That's that's pretty tough. Um, if you're looking in the uh, AFC North, I feel like there's always just good linebackers. Teams like Baltimore and Pittsburgh, they just always have really good linebackers. Uh, is a
1: good defense.
0: Yeah, always. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that about wraps up Baltimore, Tampa, Baltimore five and three now. Tampa three and five. Only game out of first place though. Um,
1: that division stinks.
0: Hey, don't talk about the uh, the Falcons like that. Frisky fun. <laughs> Frisky fun. Um, thank you, Eddie Pinheiro, playing like a Chicago Bear. Um, oh, we'll get into that game. Oh,
1: oh we'll <laughs> get into that one.
0: That game was wild, bro. Might have been the um, best game of the day. Um, go ahead, and talk about your birds. Birds stay
1: undefeated, seven and zero. This game wasn't even close. No, it was ugly.
0: Now, there at
1: no point was it close at all. Nope. Um, AJ Brown, I'm so happy he's an eagle.
0: What did I tell you, man? I told you the minute they traded for him, he's gonna have a pro ball all, all pro type season.
1: You know what? He's him.
0: AJ Brown, he is. Him, I man.
1: Where's all the people that said Jalen Hurts can't throw? Where are they at? I'm, I'm waiting for him. He's throwing go. He, I've never seen Jalen Hurts throw so many go routes until this season. And
0: the end of the weapon. This, this last yeah. game
1: proved it, and he's thrown in double coverage. Doesn't matter. AJ Brown still, still mossing everybody.
0: Yeah, that that play in the end zone was just like. Make it's Minka it Fitzpatrick back there too. He's a ball hawk. I mean,
1: yeah, and almost I think two of them. Maker was on that play. Yeah. At least two of them. Um, Kenny Pickett, I I, I started to feel bad for the guy. The guy it's was getting – It's not
0: his fault. It, it's, it's, it's not his fault. He was getting pummeled. He's getting pummeled. He's not ready. This is just not a good season in Pittsburgh, and I know you want to see what you have in him, but, like, you don't have a good offensive coordinator. It wouldn't shock me if at some point this week on their bye week you happen to see something about Matt Canada fired as coordinator. I'm actually being serious right now. He's so bad. We've talked about it on the pod. I mean, Um,
1: did you see who scored their touchdown?
0: Yeah, it was Derek Watt.
1: Yeah. And he was, like, hype as shit for doing a little fake on, like, the one-yard line and had Chase Claypool throw a a one-yard touchdown pass at Derek Watt. If that's what you have to – you have to stoop that low in your playbook to just get points on the board, that says enough about your offense.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I just – I mean kind of the feeling Pittsburgh wasn't be great this year. Well again, I, I don't remember exactly where I said they'd be. Um I thought they'd be better than this. The T J wide injuries really hurt them, obviously. You I mean to see them from week one to now, it's it's a completely different team. But it's it's not looking good if it's you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. That,
1: I still think most of the problem is their offense. If their offense was at least somewhat decent, they would probably be near five hundred.
0: Oh, absolutely. And um, Dad and I were looking not to cut you off. They okay. do have a decent schedule coming up where they could reel off some wins. Um, they're on the bye week this week. They have the Saints at home. Saints on the road are a completely different team. Um, they're home against the Bengals on a Sunday night. That place does – Heinz Field, well, Acre Field, whatever the hell it's called now. They get, they get loud. So that, that could be a good game against the Bengals. They're at the Colts on a Monday night. You don't know what you're going to get against them. They're at the Falcons – there's going to be a whole lot of Steelers fans in that stadium. And then they have the Ravens at home, but I feel like they always split with the Ravens. So uh, at Carolina, home against Vegas, at Baltimore, home against Cleveland. There's some wins on that schedule. Um, There's some wins to be had on that schedule. I don't think they finish above 500 by any means, because at this point, I mean, that would mean they go seven and two. I don't see that happening. But they could go six and three, five and four, at least a seven and ten, eight nine. And if you're a Steelers fan, it's kind of uncharted territory. But I don't think the season's completely lost. It's just not looking good right now.
1: Um, I have two other things on this game, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, before we go, I don't know if you have anything else, but um, this just goes to show the Eagles are the goat. If the Eagles solely played in the second quarter, they would never lose a game in football. Correct. Did you see that stat about the Eagles' second quarter points versus the Steelers' total points this season? No,
0: I, I didn't really get to watch too so, much football yesterday, but...
1: So, now, these numbers are not 100% accurate because I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I remember seeing it on the screen. So, the Eagles scored about 128 second quarter points this season so far.
0: Yeah.
1: this Pittsburgh Steelers have scored 100 and... It was either 113 or 120 total points this whole season.
0: Let's do I wanna do I'm actually curious. I wanna do the math real quick. Um get your calculator out for me.
1: My calculator? Okay. Your
0: calculator. I got um, it out. Twenty-three. Okay. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Oh wait. Twenty Okay. Twenty. Okay. Three. <laughs> Twenty. Okay. Eighteen. Uh-huh. That was the Buccaneers. Wait, so it's all right. I got this. So eighteen minus five, um, five, five. Plus five? Yeah, just trust me. 120. What that? Yes, that's, that's how many points they scored this year.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> but seriously, the Eagles are just so good in the second quarter. I don't know what it is about the second quarter, but hey, I'm going to keep that juju. That's fine. That's fine by me. Also, one other thing. The Eagles' linebacking core is severely underrated this year. Is
0: um is Nakobe Dean really playing?
1: No, he's not even sniffing the field.
0: That how awesome is that though for an Eagles fan?
1: Yeah, technically they're technically, if you want to consider Hassan Reddick a linebacker. He's, yeah, he's a
0: linebacker. Out so the linebackers
1: for the Eagles would be Hassan Reddick, TJ Edwards, who is a absolute unit. And Kazeer White, who was a great pickup this offseason. Yeah. Same with C.J. Gardner Johnson at safety. Those, all those guys are playing incredible football. And now that you got um, Robert Quinn in the mix, he only I think they only had him play like about 20, 25 snaps. They just want to get him loose, you know, fit in with the fit in with the um, the lineup changes and stuff. So he'll, he's going to make a big impact too. Like, who are you going to double now? Yeah. Fun fact: you.
0: Robert Quinn's actually not going to have a bye week this year. Thinking about it, wow. I mean, he'll be fine, but this this may as well have been a bye week for him. I mean, a lot of travel, but
1: yeah he he barely played he barely played the last game. They said he was only going to play like fifteen to twenty five snaps. Yeah. Um, the next game
0: I have on the list. Oh. Well, let's just talk about that Robert Quinn real quick. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Let me hear from your standpoint because I know our, our boy Whittle thinks the Bears were absolutely fleeced in this trade um, a lot of people have said they're absolutely fleeced I have my opinions on it I want to hear your opinion first I didn't think I didn't think it was a fleece at all I mean I agree because the, the Eagles
1: have a t- so much draft capital that they were to they could easily afford those draft picks that they gave away and you know with the Bears from that trade with Khalil Mack they're still hurting from all those from all those draft picks they lost yeah, or no now. that they gained sorry
0: they're, they're, they're finally just now like coming back yeah. from it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to get back as much as they can. Um, and for the Eagles, they're in win now, they're in win now mode. They're undefeated. They're, they're all in. So technically the Eagles are not losing this situation solely on the fact that how wants to win this season. He wants it all. And the bears, obviously they're in re- they're clearly in a re would you say rebuild or retool?
0: Um, No, I mean, I think at this point it's a rebuild. I mean, it's a rebuild, but it's not like a – not the shit on the Texans. It's not like a Texans, a full-on Texans retool. The roster's not good. I don't think it's a terrible roster.
1: I can't wait to talk about the Texans coming up because I I heard a lot of interesting stuff today. Yeah. um, All I can say is Texans are on the lookout the next five years.
0: Yeah, they're they're rough, dude. Um, But, I I mean, I think the fact that – the Bears are—it it, it is, I guess you can call it a rebuild, but it's—it's it's a rebuild. But in the NFL, dude, you look at how much cap space they have. Ryan Poles has said he's not somebody who's going to really go out too much in that first wave of free agency, so he's going to have to hit on his draft picks. But I mean, they're going to have draft capital now. They only got a fourth for Robert Quinn, but the the big the big thing in this is they're paying most of the salary this year. Eagles are only paying the veteran minimum remaining on his salary, but the Eagles have already pretty much said they're not bringing him back. They might try to re-sign him, but they're the contract that is essentially going to be terminated after this year. Um, if we're being real, like the Eagles really
1: don't need him; they're just ex- using and it and for that's the point. Yeah. Exactly. If, 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 if he's, a, he's a like, rental, he's a rental they, for the
0: rest of the year. Exactly. If they feel like it's going to be a fit, they could try to bring him back. I think you see Robert Quinn elsewhere next year unless he really just falls in love with the city, which I hope he does. Robert Quinn's a really nice guy. Set the Bears single-season sack record last year. Insane. 18 yeah, and a it, half, right? 18 and a half, yeah. Uh, his season last year was just on. Unf- – I'll never forget that. Un- unreal. Um, but you know what? He wasn't doing much with the Bears. He wasn't going to be – it's the same thing with Roquan. He wasn't going to be back. And the Bears ended up saving, I think, like $18.5 million in salary cap next season. That, that's ginormous. So, you're going to have to pay Justin. If you think Justin Fields is the guy, and we'll talk about him pretty soon, I think he's starting to at least garner some possibility of getting a long-term contract at some point if he keeps playing like this. Um, they're going to need money for the quarterback position, and there's so many holes in this roster. I think it's only a matter of time, you know, that Robert Kimmel is going to be gone. So, again, I mean, so if you look at those two trades now, do you put them together? You have, a, you get a second, a fourth, and a fifth. That's not bad. You know, I mean, that's, that's three more draft picks. That's three rookies that, to hit you on. You got,
1: you, you got three draft picks for guys that you weren't going to
0: re sign for next year. Exactly. And you know what? Ryan Poles, he's doing what he has to do. Like he came out and said, it's not an easy move to trade. Robert Quinn and I haven't seen anything he said on Roquan Smith yet, but he those two were they were the team captains on defense. Those were the two team captains, the heart and soul of that defense. And you saw yesterday, you know, we'll talk about it. They got gashed for forty nine points, forty two from the Cowboys' offense,
1: forty nine.
0: Well, Michael, oh, the one was a return, yeah. So that's the defense gave up forty two. It's either way, it's stole ass, but. It's garbage. Scored four straight touchdowns to start the game, um, but yeah, it's right now it is a little bit of a rebuild in Chicago, but it's not like a hardcore like Houston Astros rebuild in baseball. You know what I mean? Or, or Houston Tex. Funny Houston. Um, you know it's, it's it's nothing like that in my opinion. Like Jaguars, it's not like that bad. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think people who think it's a fleece, I don't agree with it. Um. I think it's a good trade for both sides. I really do. The London game. Oh, my God. So bad, man. They're... We'll keep this short and sweet. I yeah, mean, not much to talk about. I think
1: the Jaguars stink way more than we thought they did.
0: Yeah, that's a shame, too, because I want to root for them. I like Doug P. Oh, Travis ETN, man. That, that's
1: the one good thing that came out of this game. <laughs> Let them loose. But... Let them loose. James Robinson's out. Plug in ETN
0: absolute beast without looking at his stats what do you think what what do you think he did
1: he definitely carried the ball over 20 times yes i couldn't watch this game because it was on espn plus i highly doubt a lot of people were watching this game you don't have espn plus no i do not oh shit. okay um fun fact um he definitely carried the ball over 20 times i want to say he ran he ran triple digits but i don't want to go too high Okay. I want to say he ran for at least one fifteen. He, yep. he, he had a toddy. Yeah, he had a toddy. I know that. Okay. Because I get yeah. the I get the fancy football notifications, and I follow the Twitter page that at counts every football touchdown. Correct. Um, um,
0: he had twenty four for one fifty six and a touchdown. He averaged six and a half yards a carry. <laughs> he is him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that and honestly. The Broncos could easily be oh uh oh eight right now if their defense wasn't so damn good. Oh my god, that defense, man. They're only giving up an average of like sixteen points a game.
0: Yeah, they're only scoring like ten.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Russell Wilson stinks. Um their running back <laughs> core is useless.
0: Um Whoa, 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 don't talk about my man Latavius Murray. Like stop. That. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Gets gets used more than a white chick's vape. Oh, that's wow! You're you're hating on my girlfriend hard right now. Come on. I know it's okay. It's true. Um, but
1: I will say that one good thing about um Denver that uh who who's been a little bit of a sleeper, Greg Dulcich.
0: Greg Dulcich, nice tight end. Not bad. I picked because him up in all my other fantasy team. Albert's out for the year, I think. The I don't. It's the. the Crazy-ass long name. He I'm hasn't sure done he,
1: anything, though, the whole season.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's been hurt a lot of the year, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's out for the year, though. Yeah. I could be wrong. But
1: overall, this game sucked. Jacksonville really stinks. Denver's still not good, but their defense is elite. Um, that's really it. That's all I got from the the London game. And the Lunder hit, by the way.
0: Yeah. I, I just have one last question for you. Trevor Lawrence, is it still too soon to say – do you, do, you, do you still give him more time? Or do you, at this point, are you just saying he's a bust?
1: I still got faith in him.
0: I do too. Okay. I still got faith there. in him,
1: but it's not looking
0: too great. I agree. I agree. He's got to turn it around soon.
1: He's got just a nice head of hair.
0: He's got some locks, dude.
1: <laughs> he's he's um, got some
0: lettuce flow in there. Um,
1: let's, who can we talk about one game? Who would have thought this would be the best game of the week?
0: Best game of the day by far. Falcons 37 <laughs> Panthers sorry, this is funny <laughs> 34 and did you see who they hauled off the field on their shoulders the Falcons young way Q. stop i'm looking dude go to the espn page the video it's young way giving high fives on somebody's shoulder <laughs> <It's>
1: so good <laughs> you know you know who i'm happy for in the most out of this even though they lost Shout
0: out PJ Walker, man! What a fucking dime to DJ Moore. Yeah, that DJ Moore cost the game. Oh my god! No, to be fair, Eddie Pinheiro, like (laughs) Marcus Barry, won that game. Marcus Barry gave him the game in overtime. And I have a fun. It's I was like, oh my god, that's like total, typical Chicago Bears. You know, former used to be a bear if you didn't know, former Chicago Bear. That's like typical Bears fashion to, like, miss the way he did. And then I'm like, you know what? He's a Panther. That kind of makes sense now, too, though. Like, that's like total Carolina Panthers. I've got Panthers written all over it.
1: And how about –
0: hold on. How
1: about Deontay Foreman? Oh what a beast. God.
0: Deontay Foreman. Yeah.
1: six carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns.
0: I like him a lot. He was good coming out of Texas and he went to Houston where, where everybody goes to die apparently so this game was actually
1: really fun i i was impressed of how well this game went panthers are not like they're not a they're not an easy team now like they're going to compete it's not PJ just Walker. an easy win it's just not yeah yet. and the falcons at 4 and 4 are in first place when we all thought they were going to be in last
0: so, yeah, yeah that's that's wild to me um yeah they Without looking, and I know you listened to part of my take, but how many points do you think they scored in the fourth quarter? Who? Both teams combined.
1: I don't even know the answer. I'm going to guess
0: 21. 34 total points in the fourth quarter by both teams. That's really sad. That's incredible. That's SEC football right there. And Arthur Smith actually wanted to throw the ball this game. I, I know. And the one time – you know, what's the poor guy? The one time he does and Marcus Mariota throws that pick in overtime and it's like, oh, God, what are we doing, guys? Yeah, hey. Kyle, Kyle, Pitt, Kyle Pitts, 5 for 80. Good to see.
1: Yeah, when, when everybody, like, dropped him in fantasy.
0: Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I wanted to stay away from him. I didn't know how to feel about him with Mariota. But, yeah, I mean – That was a fun game, though. It's I know fun. it's. I know it's funny to think of the Panthers do win that game. Everybody in the NFC South would be three and five, and the Panthers would have been in first place at three and zero in the division, zero and five out of the division. Stop. S- yeah. Stop. It's it's phenomenal. The NFC South is awesome. It's so P- fun. It's so fun to watch. Former like, XFL uh,
1: MVP in the playoffs this year, PJ Walker.
0: PJ Walker, shut up. Temple, T for Temple, you man. But yeah, F- that former oh. Temple Al. That was a fun game. Fun game. Um, Jacobs, do you want to just get this game over with? Yeah. Um, you know what? it big cat. Like uh, you know, I know. Steve had to listen to the whole episode. I've not listened to the whole episode of part my take yet. Um. Here's my thing. Oh god, this is gonna sound really bad. I'm just gonna say this. Get this out of the way. I made a trade in fantasy this week for Chris Olave and Tony Pollard. Pollard helped my team, mostly. Still not going to beat Steve this week. Zanelli's going to beat me, most likely. Joe burrow has got to have a, a whale of a game tonight, which he could. Not likely. Um, like I mean, he's got to go like Bonanzas. Um, Tony Pollard went Bonanzas. He's got to have like a Tony Pollard type game. So I do have one good thing to say about the Bears from this game. They scored 17 points in the second quarter. Justin Fields' best throwing game this year. Yeah, I mean, between that and the New England game, he looked good. He's looked good the last two weeks. And Tony Powered. Whew. What a game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Justin Fields QBR. He was only sacked four times, which, I mean, against the Cowboys, you would have thought it was more. They still ran the ball well. Khalil Herbert, by the way, 16 for 99 and a touchdown. Um, Montgomery, 15 for 53. They got a nice two-headed monster in Chicago. If they can get some wide receivers, I like Cole Komet at tight end. I and mean, the defense isn't very good now, obviously, as you can see, uh, other, other than the Michael Parsons scoop and score, which, I mean, by the way, yeah, Justin Fields, you, you got to touch him right there. I, I don't know what he's thinking on that play. It, it was pretty cool. He just straight up just jumped over Micah Parsons. But, like, you, you got to, like, just touch him and he's down. And then he scores a touchdown instead. Um I don't know. I mean, Darnell Mooney, five for seventy. That's really nice to see. Um, finally getting Nikhil Harry first touchdown as a Bear. Nice to see former um, Patriot Nikhil Harry. Yeah, but see, here's here's the problem. When Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker, your two safeties, lead your team in tackles. That's never a good sign.
1: Oh no, that means never, they're... never that, a good. That sign. means your that means your front line's not doing anything.
0: Correct. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it wasn't the best. I'll, I'll tell you, though, dude, Jaquan, Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State, he is nasty. He had a sack this week after his first interception last week. He's really, really good. Um, I like Kyler Gordon, too, quarterback out of Washington. He's had some ups and downs this year, but I do like him. But I'm telling you, Jaquan Brisker, man, he's going to be around for a while. And he's making Eddie Jackson play better, too. They're really good together. But, yeah, the Bears, man, but. Cowboys,
1: Cowboys are a juggernaut. They're really good, man. They're, They're really, really good. I, I, I'll give my respect when it's due. Cowboys oh, are really good. Not yeah.
0: afraid to admit it. How fun is this, though? Offensively, they wasn't very different. First downs, 24-22, to 22, Dallas. Um, the Bears actually ran four, uh, 14 more plays. Cowboys had more yards, obviously. They had 442 yards. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, passing, you know, Dak got sacked once. So that's never really going to win too many games. But the Bears at 240 yards rushing. Cowboys are 200. So, yeah, 6.9 yards per carry for the Cowboys, 5.6 for the Bears. So It was a fun game. If you're a Bears fan, here's my thing. You gave up 49 points. You know the defense isn't that good. But the offense keeps getting better. Justin Fields improved. And he's, he's looked better each and every week. I'm okay with it. I, I, I. Not to give yourself a moral victory, but I'm okay with it. I can, I can live with that result. I knew they weren't going to win the game anyway. I thought they'd cover, but that didn't happen. So, yeah. Um. What do you think, Dolphins Lions?
1: The Lions cannot win a football game when they have the lead.
0: Yeah, they're up fourteen nothing, and (laughs) that I will say that killed me. With uh, PFT today, it's like, yeah, Lions are 14 nothing, and never never have I felt more it was a 0 game than in that moment.
1: <laughs> and Tua's back. He, dude, Tyreek Hill, holy hell. They're, they're receiving core themselves. Like, the Tua could just throw bombs to Tyreek Hill, and he'll get, like, 150 yards a game, and then he'll just throw touchdowns to Jalen Waddle all game. They're Literally. always open.
0: It's it, it, insane.
1: Their team is so good. Like they're back to like the Dolphins that they were in the first three weeks.
0: Yeah, I agree. And nope. I mean, they, they play Chicago next week. Fun fact: in Chicago. And that's an that's
1: another team you got to look out for. The Dolphins—they got a really easy schedule as well. Yeah, I think it's like
0: oh, I'll pull it up right now. But I know it's the Browns too. Is it the Texans too? I think um, back to back. I believe. Yeah, dude. Bears, Browns, Texans. And then and then it gets kind of tough. You get the Niners at, at uh at the Niners, at the Chargers, but you don't know what you're gonna get, and then at the Bills. Home against the Packers, that's a win. On oh, Christmas too. Merry Christmas, Whittle. Beat the fuck out of the Packers for me, please. Mm-hmm. Um and then at the Patriots, and then home against the Jets. Yeah. Um
1: that, there's really not much else to say about that. The Lions just <laughs> yeah, not really, buy a not win. <laughs> the lines just can't buy a win, bro. <laughs> How
0: about Jamal Williams? Still two more touchdowns. Oh, it was nice to see DeAndre Swift back, though.
1: He's he's finally back. Just Jamal Williams has Jamal Williams, I believe, has seven touchdowns on the year already. Yeah, so it's crazy, something like that. Um, what's the next game we got? Oh, Cardinals Vikings. Vikings are good. You think so? I mean,
0: I know I so. that's. that's a, I, I
1: know it's another easier schedule, but like, hey, their only loss was to the only undefeated team in the NFL. No, gotta, I agree. Got to give agree. credit where credit's due.
0: And how about DeAndre Hopkins? What
1: Welcome a catch!
0: Back. See that one-handed catch? Oh my god, dude! I creamed when I saw that catch. Um, he had 12 catches, 159 yards, and a touchdown who's on 13 back- targets. Yeah, who's who's back of the week? Well, just wait. If they can hang around. Uh, it's going to be tough, but if they can hang around, you get him and Hollywood Brown together, Zach Ertz in the middle, Rondell Moore in the slot. That offense is going to be potent. You,
1: you you know what I'm about to say here. Say it. What
0: time did uh the Vikings play today? That game. I'm going to go out on a limb and say one o'clock.
1: One o'clock, Kirk Cousins. One He's o'clock,
0: broken. Kirk Cousins broken. He went twenty-four thirty-six. For two thirty-two, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. He might he might go down as the most underappreciated quarterbacks of all time. He might go down as like the whitest quarterback of all time. <laughs> you like that. You like that. Fun fact, apparently he hit like eighteen miles an hour on his uh on his touchdown run. Stop. I swear. That's what they <laughs> said. I, I didn't see it for myself, but like Big Cat said, they like showed like you know how they have like that—the next level stats or whatever. He hit like 18 miles an hour on that touchdown run. Kirk Cousins MVP. What? One o'clock. Cousins MVP. What?
1: So, would you say? I know. I know. We we like talking about the head coaches a little bit. So we'd say Frank Reich and uh Cliff Kingsbury are on the hot seat, right? Absolutely. Frank Reich's definitely getting fired. Like, there's no way he does
0: not have. The job by the end of the season. Yeah, it's that's definitely a possibility. And then another coach that you like, you really have to look at to segue on that one. Josh McDaniel's.
1: It's only his first year, but what a talk about a game
0: that we're just jumping into. Raiders really put up a donut. Not only do they put up a donut, it wasn't until the last three or four minutes of the game that they crossed midfield offensively for the first time in the game. And Devontae Adams had three receiving yards, I believe.
1: One catch for three yards. Yes.
0: Yep. Pretty fucking great.
1: Their their top two receivers both had one catch. <laughs> just... Hunter Renfro had one catch for six yards. Yeah. You know who the leading receiver for the for the Raiders Roof. was? Oh, it had to be
0: Mac Hollins, didn't it? Yes, it was. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that man. Um, he actually had seven show. catches
1: for sixty four yards. I mean, sixty four out of the one forty five.
0: That's so foul. 64
1: out of 173 at, okay. for the team, still. Yeah. Um, yeah. The what? What's that stat we were talking about before the show?
0: So, uh, Josh McDaniel's. Josh, Josh McDaniel's. His first coaching job was with Denver years ago. Drafted Tim Tebow, legendary. Um, he started six and zero. Former players have already come out and said we were pretty much recording other teams' practices that we were playing and using that like as tape to like game plan, and they got in trouble for it. So after they stopped doing that, they started losing. Josh McDaniels, in the including now, in the 26 games following, is Six and twenty as a head coach. So if you include those games, he's twelve and twenty. Still not good. Take those games out six and twenty. That is I thought I'm not afraid to admit right now, Declan was a lot more right than I was on Josh McDaniels. It's I at some point you, you keep saying it's only seven games into the season. We're halfway through the year at this point, just about. And you know, Raiders, you, you know what we do
1: next week though, right?
0: Yeah, we have to go back on our on our early season projections. Yeah. We gotta go back
1: on that episode. Yeah,
0: I I, I I can't find that binder anywhere. I'm like, fuck. So yeah, it's 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 not good if you're a Raiders fan. I, they're two and five. Their car's hurt. I mean Josh Jacobs has been awesome, but like they're two and five. That was a bad loss. It's not even like it's like a close. Like, that's a bad loss. And I, I to two to a team that has a respectable defense, but
1: they're not a good team either. Yeah, it's. But you can say some good things about New Orleans.
0: Alvin Kamara looked really good. I love Jameis Winston.
1: Alvin Kamara finally had his breakout game of the season. We were Correct. we were
0: waiting for it. It was just
1: boiling. But... I'd have
0: been so mad if you had Alvin Kamara on your team. I know you just <laughs> traded him. I was. I'd have been so mad. Um, Andy Dalton looks great. Nice guy. Nice guy, Andy Dalton. Nice guy, Andy Dalton.
1: Crazy but, uh, that. Kamar led in receiving, too. Fun <laughs> fact, by the way,
0: I I had lunch at Max today, and uh, wouldn't you know that Take It Easy by the Eagles came on? <laughs> I I lost it. I was like, uh, standing on a corner, Jameis Winston down in Nola. <laughs> and
1: New Orleans also has the greatest hype man of all time on their team. Jameis Winston. Of course, eat that up. Is he like healthy now, or is he just the backup at this point?
0: Um, I don't think that's our guy.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. We stand with Jameis Winston.
0: We stand with Jameis Winston. I don't think he's healthy, but I don't think he's like hurt, hurt. If that makes sense, like he's healthy enough to be the backup, but like I think it's like right now, and I mean the Saints are three, they're 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 a game out of the playoffs right now. You know, yeah, there's no reason they have to. Yeah. Andy Dalton's getting the job done. So, yeah. That's I mean, gross to say, but I know I, it, that would hurt to say, but yeah, I, right now you don't need them. I, I hate to say it. So but what does their schedule look like moving forward? Let's see. Um, oh, they have the Ravens next week. Monday night football. Ooh. Then they go to the Steelers home against the Rams. Oh shit. At the Niners, at the Bucks. They do they play at the Eagles on uh New Year's Day. Ooh. That's a fun one. Yeah. So the Saints are a question mark. I don't know what to think about the Saints. I, but um Did we do Jets Patriots yet? Have we done that yet? I don't think we no, have I don't really have
1: a lot to say about the game. I really don't.
0: The only thing I have to say, we'll talk about in the bets, was, like, that's a bad beat. It just... They couldn't... Nick Nick Folk hit five field goals. Like, you couldn't get four field goals and, like, maybe just, like, one extra touchdown, guys. We'll talk about that in a minute. The, the Jets should have won the game. They were up 10-3, to three, had a pick-six. I, I forget if they dropped a the pick-six or got called back on... Um, I forget what happened.
1: It did get called back. It was a penalty.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. I said, I thought... I thought it was like a pick six against call back. He had roughing the passer. What an ass!
1: That game was gross, though. Yeah, it's not. Do you like Zach Wilson? Like, if we're being honest,
0: I don't hate him. I kind of nothing him. He's nothing. All right. I kind of nothing him. I don't. Fair enough. I don't. I don't like him. I don't hate him. I just kind of. uh, He's there. I I I like the fact that he bangs moms. That's fun. He's a cougar hunter. (laughs) That's cool. Know who he should have dressed up as for Halloween? Who? John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next game. That's over with. Um, yeah, that
1: was, that was enough of the Patriots Jets.
0: Oh, I want to hear your take on this one. Uh, It was the Derrick Henry show down in Houston.
1: I would know. I had him on fantasy.
0: Yeah, fuck you, dude.
1: I just, Derrick Henry just owns the Texans.
0: Well, do you know that stat line that you were telling me?
1: Yeah, so I heard on PMT, if you were to replace Derrick Henry's season just solely against the Texans for 17 weeks, he would approximately end the season with 3,500 rushing yards and about almost 40 rushing
0: touchdowns. For what he's done against them in his career.
1: Yeah, if you were to average out his career
0: against – it's ridiculous, dude. It's the Texans for like 17 games. He had 219 and two touchdowns today. Uh, the Houston Texans really, really stink. Um, Malik Willis, welcome to the NFL, I guess. Um, this game was the epitome of running it down your throat. Without looking at Malik, have you looked at the stat lines?
1: I knew that Malik Willis didn't throw it more than 15
0: times. It has to be under that. He went barely threw the in- ball. Six of 10, 55 yards, and an interception. He had a QBR of 4.4 4 and a quarterback rating of 35.4. That's so bad. And they won 17-10. to 10. Yeah, yeah. that's That was that game in a nutshell. That, that game was just, if you don't like a lot of
1: action, this was the game for you. It was ugly. It was ugly, but if you're a Titans fan, I mean, you, you must have loved seeing Derrick Henry just run it down people's throats.
0: Oh, it's 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 32 times even dude even, <laughs> even Dontro Hilliard had an eight for 83
1: the Texans had the worst run defense in the NFL I'm pretty sure
0: it's got if it, if it wasn't it is now
1: but I do have some good things to say about the Texans yes surprisingly they're set up to be somewhat competitive for the next couple of seasons you know why you. Davis Mills no I know no. <laughs> good good try but no Damien um, Pierce, dude. The amount – Damien Pierce and the amount of draft capital they have. Oh, it's wild. They will have four first-round picks in, for the next two seasons. And they – I believe they have six third-round picks.
0: Oh, they have more than two seconds, too, I believe.
1: They are loaded in draft picks. They are literally the uh, thunder um, of the NFL.
0: Fun fact, Philly's game just got camp Postponed.
1: Yeah, I saw that. It's very unfortunate.
0: Um, um,
1: we haven't talked about baseball yet, but that's okay. That's okay. We, we can put that. We can, we can dive into that. Um,
0: Well, we got time now. <laughs> what do we do? We just got a, three more games to talk about. We got a few. Um, commies and Colts. Um, another kind of ugly game. Um, Frank Reich's going to get fired. Yeah. XFL legend Taylor Heineke. Um, Old Dominion Zone. Plays hard. Dude, he's fun to watch. And how about Terry McLaurin? He's really good. Yeah. I, know who, know who this I really is honestly know a game
1: movies? I really don't have anything to talk about. Oh, there's
0: nothing to talk about in that game. Um, know who I really like? Joey Sly. Kidding. He's awful.
1: Oh, one other thing about this game. Sam yeah.
0: Ellinger's first career game wasn't bad. No, I mean, 17 to 23, 201, no touchdowns, no picks. Did what he had to do as
1: any yeah. guy's first game. Did what he had John, to do.
0: Jonathan Taylor, 16 for 76. I think they should have leaned on him more, but, you know. It's over a
1: very underwhelming
0: season. And I don't even think that's his fault either. It's a shame. No. Yeah, You're right. So, um,
1: um, Niners and Rams, man. This was a shocker to me. I mean, not a shocker as in. To, for me to realize that the Rams stink.
0: Yeah, that's the shocker. It's like, wow, the Rams really aren't that and they they looked good early. They looked good in the first half. Speaking yeah. of first half, by the way, fun fact, the Lions scored twenty seven in the first half and lost 31-27. Just
1: gonna put that. Dude, up that's there. such a lion's stat. I know.
0: I I I meant to say that and I completely forgot. <laughs> this just reminded me. Yeah, Lions were up 27 to 17 at half and lost 31 yeah, 27. You think just... they're
1: going to fire Dan Campbell? Like, let's be real.
0: No, I don't.
1: That's so bad.
0: I, I think he gets this year. To be fair, they've only really been out of like that one game against the Patriots.
1: Yeah, but look at the amount of games they started no. blowing right Dude, now.
0: I completely agree. But that, that it's, de- that's that unacceptable defense... to keep blowing that many leads. But that defense is bad. Yeah. If you're telling me you scored 27 points in the first half and the defense can't hold the lead. Like, come on.
1: Like, why aren't you firing your defensive coordinator?
0: Yeah, Aaron Glenn might not last after the season. Aaron um, Glenn doesn't even look like a football guy. Uh, he was a cornerback, fun fact. Stop. I swear he was. He wasn't bad either. Um, Fuck. Yeah, uh, Niners-Rams. Christian McCaffrey, that's all I got to say. Yeah, welcome to the Niners. Um, no D.B. Samuel, no problem. He's the third
1: ever player to have a passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a rushing touchdown in the same game.
0: Yeah, and if Ooh, you told me – go ahead, go ahead. What do you got?
1: I don't know if you listened to it. Who were the other two players to do that? Oh, I didn't get to listen to it. So, Christian McCaffrey's the third. I'll just say it again. Christian McCaffrey's the third ever NFL player to have a passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a rushing touchdown in the same game. All three of them happen to be running backs. Okay. And the other two to do that was a former Bears legend. Walter Payton. Oh, sweetness, dude. And one of the greatest uh, dual threat running backs of all time, Ladanian Tomlinson.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Those yeah. are like three of the best running backs ever, if we're being real here. Yeah. I mean, Walter Payton, in my opinion, is the greatest running back of all time. So, And Christian McCaffrey looks great in a San Francisco uniform. He looks so good in that uniform, dude. I wish he would have went back to, like, number five. I don't know if that number is available, but that, that's what he wore at Stanford. I do twenty three though, looking like Mike. Um, yeah, the Rams were up seven nothing, n fourteen seven, and then Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I just that blows my mind, man. So I just, good,
1: he's so good.
0: Like when healthy, crazy that Niners team. If Jimmy G can learn how to throw the ball, and if not, apparently you just give it to Christian McCaffrey. Um, phew. I, I don't know. That Niners team's gonna be something to watch going forward.
1: Yeah, that now they they woke up like they're. I know their record only says they're four and four. They're way better than a four and fourteen.
0: Oh, absolutely. I uh, um, yeah, absolutely.
1: But yeah, uh, Rams. I believe Rams and uh, Bucks play next week.
0: Yeah, it, we we talked about that. Rams at the Bucks. Uh, it's it's a three point Tampa Bay line right now. Tampa you minus three loser is the definition of trash can we can we openly say that it's three and four versus three and five whoever loses that game is probably out of the playoffs or i think how about this if if the well you can't even say that because that the the bucks are in the nfc south even if they lose three and six if the falcons win they're only two games back and they have one in hand on the falcons already
1: if the rams lose they're done
0: That's more so where I'm leaning. And honestly, I think the Rams lose next week. (laughs) I'll probably pick the Rams, and I'll hate myself for it, but...
1: Hey, sometimes you need to throw curveballs in for the pickums. Yeah,
0: it is what it is. Um, Um, This one I was happy about, the next game. Which one you got? Oh, Giants, Seahawks? Yes, sir! That was rough. I, I think I took the Giants. I'm pretty sure I took the Giants. Yeah, I, um... Wow, the Giants are six and two. Seahawks are five and three,
1: and they're in first place in the NFC West. We got, it, we got to start talk. We got to start thinking the Seahawks are legit.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Let me look at their schedule. Um, they are at the Cardinals next week. Oh, what's the line on that game? Who's home? Arizona. Arizona, minus three. Minus two. Ooh. Um, And then they go to London to play the Buccaneers. That's foul. That's a gross game. That is so gross.
1: Geno Smith and Tom Brady.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) The GOAT against uh, Tom Brady. Um... (laughs)
1: No. no. The one who did it right back versus the one that wrote out uh, his divorce files.
0: Yeah, I I'll never get over that. Like whether it was a broken marriage or not, you picked football over and you picked the th- you picked a bad football team over Giselle. Come no on. No one thought the Buccaneers were bad though, to be fair. I know, but it's Giselle, dude. Have you seen her? Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's a fucking supermodel. Um and she's worth like hundreds of million dollars. And she's I worth felt, more than Tom Brady. Yeah, by a lot. And the kids. By like 200 million. Man. Yeah, and I mean the kids too. You know, I can't forget about them, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, then a bye week. Then they're home against the Raiders. That's probably a win. Uh, <laughs> at at the Rams. At this point, that might be a Seahawks win. Home against the Panthers. That might be a fun game for some reason. And then they oh, this is a gross one. Oh, my mom's birthday too. I mean, not that she'll watch it, but this could be a really good game. Forty Nine ers at Seahawks on Thursday night. Not
1: bad. That's not That's- bad Thursday
0: night and then on christmas eve the seahawks go to kansas city they go to arrowhead
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> dude that could be like a playoff like they're both like fighting for position that's foul that's you know so what gross. that no what that calls for hammer the over oh my god yeah and then the fun one week 17 jets at seahawks oh they're both 5 and 3 right now and then they end the season at home against the rams That's fun. Hmm. Geno Smith, dude. He's like very quietly having an absolutely incredible season. Don't be surprised if he's a pro bowler this year. No, he's a a pro bowler right now. Yeah. A thousand percent. Know what we should do next week? I really do think uh, we'll talk about our picks. We absolutely need to have our midway point, like MVP, like our awards. Okay. If we have time, dude. Maybe, like, a quick, like, who we think could be, like, Pro Bowl roster watch. That could be For fun. next week? Possibly. I, I do you know, think when the I Pro think, Bowl voting starts, we need to, like, make our Pro Bowl rosters. Yeah. I think –
1: Um, I honestly, I think our next episode should just be a recap week. Like, not even, like, recapping the games. Like, it's, like, a, a good midway point to, like, discuss, like, everything so far within the season. That's fine by me. Instead We're of, instead about of recapping the games. Bit. Yeah, we'll talk about, like, some of, like, the
0: key games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm all in.
1: Yeah. So I think, I think next, I think next episode would be a good, a good, uh, breaking point to uh, mash everything up, do a little, we'll, everything a little different.
0: We'll, we'll recap the World Series too, because it'll be over by then. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be a good episode. Yeah. And then, um, Packers, <laughs> Packers, Bills. Let's go, let's go, Bills. <laughs> Bills Mafia, dude. This has been so much fun being a Bears fan. Uh, You'll appreciate this one, too. So, one of Megan, my girlfriend Megan, one of her roommates, uh, Emily, she's a Yankees fan and a Packers fan. So, got to watch the Yankees lose. She's rooting for the Phillies, though, in the World Series because she's smart. I'll give her that. Um, But talk shit about the Bears all the time, which, of course, you know, Packers own the Bears. Um, But know what is awesome? The Bears and the Packers are both 3-5 and right now. So they, she said something, you know, when the Cowboys absolutely smoked the Bears. And then I said, you know that the, the, the Packers are going to have the exact same record as the Bears tonight after they get smacked by the Bills, right? And she's like, yeah, but they beat the Bears. I said, okay, well, then stop swinging your big dick around and remember that we're both three and five, babe. <laughs> I was proud of myself on that one. I can't talk to <laughs> Packers fans like that ever. It's awesome. Um It was all in love, though. I don't mean that meanly. But... um how how fun was it too? How chippy that game was, dude! Jair Alexander versus everybody. Never would have thought like these two teams would actually be like really chippy towards one another. It was nasty. I, I was I watched a lot of that game last night. It was nasty. In between watching the, by the way, the Philadelphia Union shout out. I watched that game. I watched I watched the second half. I should say, dude. They, they New York scored a goal. Relatively, they went up one nothing. The Union answered back like. Eight minutes later, with two goals in two minutes, so exciting! And then scored another one a couple minutes later, so fun. Union going to the MLS Cup final, let's go Union, dupe. Um, again, the Philly Philly sports right now absurd, dude. It's crazy. Uh, Stefan Diggs is crazy too. By the way, um, by the way, fun names I will say for the Packers to catch uh, touchdown passes, Romeo Dobbs, even though it should be Dubes. And um, Samori Touré. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? Um God, the Packers are bad. This is fun.
1: They finally ran the ball. I mean. <laughs> they, look, they look good, too. 208 yards on the ground, and
0: that that's pretty good to me. I mean. Oh, they got an ugly game next week. What do they got? They're at the Lions. Oh. What's the line in that game? I'll look, at, I'll look for it right now. No 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 no, I know I'm saying. Oh, you know it? Yeah, I'm looking at it. I think they're still favoring the Packers on the road. I agree. It's it's Packers minus 3. And then oh. how about how about this schedule though, dude? So you have at the Lions, we say that's probably a win. Yeah. 4 and 5. Home against the Cowboys. That's a loss. I agree. Home against the Titans on a Thursday night. That's an ugly game.
1: That's an ugly game but the Packers should win that. You would think
0: at the Birds on Sunday Night Football. They're not Birds aren't losing. Oh my god, dude. I I will run through a brick wall for Jalen Hurts in that game. You don't I I don't think you understand how big of an Eagles fan I'm going to be that Sunday night. <laughs> like I I don't I really don't think anybody understands.
1: I'm like back to the Eagles for a quick second. They could easily only lose like one game this year.
0: Let's look at the schedule right now. Um. So at the they Texans, got a, they got a rough end of the schedule. Holy shit! They're thirteen point favorites on Houston right now. Oh my god! I kind of like it. I do too. It's that's gross. Um, Monday Night Football home against the Commanders. They're gonna smack them. Yeah, no, yeah. that that might be a close game.
1: We went from too many points to not enough points.
0: <laughs> Literally, that might not thirteen might not be enough points. Um, like <laughs> the, the Texans are bad, dude. Um. Yo, could you imagine? Too, I don't want to think like this, but like, oh wait a minute, oh no, that means that Thursday night, it's gonna be. Yeah, oh that's. That- yeah. what are you gonna watch? You gotta watch the Phil's right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't want World guy, Series dude. has to be priority right now. The Eagles are going. It, it's 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 Prime Video against the fucking Texans. I even even if the Eagles were somehow to lose that
1: game. You're 7-1. and one. What's the complaint about?
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, it's, it's game five of the World Series. Like, you can't miss it. Oh, son of a bitch. That's going to be a during my birthday dinner now. Oh, damn it. Oh, well. I'm going to be eating steak. It's, it's kind of worth it. It'll right. be on somewhere. So, um,
1: hypothetically, Eagles are 8-0. 8-0. They beat the Texans.
0: Commies, 9-0. At the Colts. That's just a weird game. The, I listen, I know the Colts stink. That's a weird game. That's a weird game, but I like the Colts to cover. But you like the Eagles outright? I like the Eagles outright. Alright, no, I don't know. That's a trap game for a spread. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. That's like that's that's like the Arizona game where they like get a field goal at the end to win. Yeah. Okay. Um Packers, Sunday night football, Eagles are wearing all black. Not they're losing. Gonna, oh my god, they're gonna run through the Packers. Eagles by thirty. I'll, Eagles by forty, I'll I'll one up you. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, you're fucking done, dude. Aaron Rodgers, Robert Quinn breaks his collarbone. Sacks. No, I'm not gonna hope he's injured. I, 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 I don't. That's one thing. No, I'm, I'm not hoping
1: go. that. I'm just saying that'd be something that would happen.
0: Oh my, yeah, literally. Uh, Robert Quinn's gonna sack him five times, and I'm gonna scream. Um, <laughs> Titans at Eagles. That's a weird game.
1: It's a weird game, but if they, if hypothetically if they have Malik Willis out, they're not gonna want to throw the ball. Yeah, I agree. And the Eagles' strong suit is run defense. So, yep.
0: Eagles at the Giants. I that might be the loss, buddy. Yeah,
1: I I'm not going to be shocked if.
0: It's I early, think the Eagles, it's, it's think a, the
1: Eagles are going to yeah. split between Dallas and the
0: Giants. I don't think yeah. they're
1: going to sweep them both. Yeah. I,
0: I I see two. I see two losses. Yeah. I do. Eagles at Bears. That's a close game. <laughs> Lol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't the way that. you said it <laughs> i'm not even like it's not even funny like it's like the eagles are going to be favored by at least 11 points in that game and they'll probably cover on the road um eagles cowboys that's going to be a really good game um saints at the eagles and then giants at eagles oh yeah so they don't play the giants until december holy shit yeah yeah wow okay um yeah but let's go let's go bills you got to push on that one. Speaking of push, let's talk about our bets this week. All
1: right. So this is a very depressing week for picks. Yeah. Um, this is our worst week as a team. This was so bad. So. Sorry, I was chewing a Starburst for a second. No, it's okay. Uh, I was
0: going to ask. It's Halloween. What were you we snacking on? Starburst? I, was
1: ha- I was having the pink
0: Starburst. You know, oh, the elite. pink one? Come on. No, I have a hot take. I have a hot take with Starburst. You're, you're saying pinks are the best, aren't you? No, they're not okay. my favorite. Okay.
1: Here's my hot take in yeah. order
0: of how I like them. Yes. Red. Yep.
1: Pink. Uh, I, honestly, pink and yellow for me can go either way. Oh, uh, see, I'm a red orange guy. Oh, orange is my least favorite.
0: Red, orange, yellow, pink. Okay. Now that is blasphemy. You're full of shit, Sinelli. Dude, orange is the
1: worst flavor. You're the worst
0: flavor. Let's go bears. Bear down.
1: Back to the picks. That was a quick uh, little side uh, <laughs> side
0: chat. Happy holiday. Um,
1: so this was our worst betting week for picks. So I I did the total as a team. We. <laughs> oh my god. I think I when I when I texted you guys we went two eight and one. Yeah, 2-8-1 because we're pending on Declan's over on the – Well, night football game tonight we night.
0: were, but, like, I, I texted you. The short we, – we decided it was only Sunday games because that's what we had talked about originally anyway. Yeah. So he took Kami's Colts as his over, and he didn't hit.
1: Okay, so we went 2-9-1. We went
0: 2-9-1 we as a squad this week.
1: So, Jacobs, I'm just going to do yours first. Um, your only win was uh, Titans minus one. I think that was – at minus one, I should have put my bank
0: account on that game. It was like minus two or minus three earlier in the week. And people started hammering the Texans. I was like, what? Yeah, they're they're smoked out. No, that. they're terrible. I think it was um, because they thought with Ryan Tannehill out, I was like, okay, there's a guy named Derek Henry, who's never heard of him.
1: Yeah, owns the Texans. Um you took Giants plus three. I I, I like that bet. That was a good yeah. that was a good pick. I mean
0: it was a close game until the end when they Kenneth Walker scored that touchdown and put him up by two scores. But,
1: they they lost they lost the game outright. Um yeah.
0: you took the commies Colts over thirty nine and a half. Didn't no, hit. I think I so I ended up taking because Declan took that game, this is my bad beat. I took the Patriots at the Jets.
1: See, I yeah, I forgot I forgot about that late late text. Yeah, it's okay. I forgot about that one. I took um
0: I took Patriots at Jets over under thirty nine and a half. The final total was thirty nine. That's a bad beat. The bad beat.
1: And you took Bears Cowboys under 42.5. Hey, I would have taken the under. No one saw the um Bears dropping
0: 29. Not even that. Bro, the Cowboys the Cowboys beat the over under themselves.
1: Yeah, no one saw that coming. It was rough. Um so you went 1 and 3 on the week. Your total record is 16 11 and 1. It's not and terrible,
0: though. Bet You're still in first place. You're yeah, still betting, in first betting's place. not terrible. So how did Declan do this week?
1: So, Declan also did not do well at all. He actually had Raiders at minus 1.5, and they didn't even score a point.
0: That's – okay. So, I think he lost that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, he had Giants plus 3.5. They lost outright. Um, he had the Commies Colts over 39.5. They hit the under. And
0: he had the – what was the under for that, Jacobs? Uh, the Lunder was – It was like 42 and a half, I think. 41 and a half, 42 and a half, right around there. And they hit like 38, I think.
1: Okay. So, yeah. uh, Declan went one and three on the week. Yeah. Declan and I both went one and three, tied for first. Uh, Declan's updated record. He is 12 and 15, and he is in third place, but he's not that far behind because I had the worst week. I went 0 3 and 1. I pushed on the Packers plus 10. I had Falcons minus four and they won by three. That's a bad beat. Um, yeah. I took the Giants Seahawks over forty four and a half, and I believe their total was forty.
0: Yeah, it was close. Yeah,
1: forty. And then I had Dolphins Lions under fifty one and a half. <laughs> I, uh,
0: never take, never too take many- the, never <laughs> take the under on the Lions, dude.
1: It was looking good in the beginning. To be fair, it was.
0: No, it was. It was. But up hey, shout out early.
1: Shout out to the Dolphins for making me win my $15 free bet. That was that was great.
0: Um, so we my... finally both have pushes now. And yeah, fun me... fact, a lot of people had the Packers at like 10 and a half. Ooh, excuse me. It just depended on when you took them. So just when you took them, you had them at a bad time.
1: Yeah. I took so them at plus. It wasn't, th- it it wasn't plus a terrible 10.
0: bet. It just it yeah. hit at the wrong time
1: um so i went oh three and one on the week my overall record is 15 12 and one i'm still one behind you jacobs after
0: like three weeks straight i'm still one behind <laughs> this is my week to push this was this was this just tells you how good i did for a little while and how bad i've done recently that i'm still somehow yeah. one game up in first it's crazy. But i'm glad
1: we all did bad like yeah it's fun it was just it, a bad week
0: <laughs> there's something about that when like two people do really well and one person just sh- shits the bed we yeah. all suck balls this week
1: yeah. Um, is it time should, for top ten?
0: Yeah, should we take Big Cat already tweeted out right after the Roquan trade? He said my mortal lock of the week over in dolphins and bears next week. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's immediately over. Dolphins, whatever spread it is. Oh my god. Let's let's not do it. No, oh, it's gonna be rough. Um top ten of the week. Let's um let's talk I don't Mention. What do you got?
1: Honorable mentions, I have Titans, Jets, Seahawks, Chargers.
0: My honorable mentions, almost the exact same. Chargers, Jets, Seahawks, but I have the Giants falling out of my top 10. Giants and Jets falling out of the top 10 into the honorable mentions for me.
1: Start us off, buddy. Oh, My number 10, they dropped significantly. I have the Giants at number 10. I know their record is really good, but I still have that gut feeling that they're low-key frauds. All their games are super close. They had a lot of lucky wins. Tried to tell uh, Declan
0: that. He's been riding high, and I'm like, they're not a bad team. They're not a good team.
1: I think I had him at what? Didn't I have him at, like, five last week or four?
0: Something I, like that. Yeah, Declan had him all the way up at, like, four a couple weeks ago, and I was like, you're fucking smoked out. Um, I had him at six last week, yeah. At
1: the time, you had, to, you had to give him the respect to be at least in the top five, but this was definitely the game that I was like, okay – this is this is the actual team that they are. They don't have a lot of talent on offense. They solely rely on Danny Jones's Danny Dimes' legs. They rely on Saquon's legs. They're they're hanging around. They can still yeah. probably make the playoffs. You never know, but we'll see. I mean, they're still in the top 10, technically.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, my number 10, I have not moving from last week. I have the Tennessee Titans at five and two. Uh touchdown. Tor- how to do it for the uh, for the shorts. Um. So, yeah, Titans, there's not much to say. Derrick Henry's a stud. Malik Willis, it, I don't know. Even what to, I don't know what to think about him yet. He, he threw the ball ten times. Not much to say. Um. Yeah, Titans at number ten. My um, number nine, uh, I don't even think they
1: might not even been in my top ten last week. I have the San Francisco 49ers at number nine. Don't, don't listen to the four and four. They're way better than their record says they are. Their defense is elite. CMC is back, and he looks great in that uniform. Offense is putting up big numbers. Don't be surprised. They might sneak in my top five sooner or later.
0: I agree. Um, but I have the Dolphins at number nine for me. Five and three, back in the top ten after not being in the top ten. Two is still undefeated as a starter when he plays the entire game, fun fact. Um Tua and Gasecki just kind of hangs around a little bit, and then it's the Waddle and Hill Show, and they are the best one-two in football. It's not close, and they are scary. They can go on a shootout with just about anybody. They are a problem, Dolphins 5-3. and Um,
1: My number eight are the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, They're getting a little better as they keep going. Um, Lamar is just too good. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about the Ravens.
0: Roquan's going to make that defensive. Yes, yeah. and he's a good he, leader too. He's, he's huge addition to the
1: defense. Good, their secondary is still decent. They have a good line. I mean, they can they, they they should be getting way more wins than they have right now. They they should be
0: 8-0 right now for being real here. Um, yeah, yeah. My number eight, I have the San Francisco 49ers, four and four, cracking my top ten again this week. Yeah. They did that without Debo yesterday. The defense still has some injuries. Nick Bosa was chasing Stafford all day long. That's a good football team. They're going to make some noise. We, I, I, I do think they come out of the West at some point. Seattle's a good story. I think San Fran overtakes them at some point and does win the NFC West. It's their division to lose, in my opinion. I have the Niners number eight.
1: Uh, my number seven, I have the Miami Dolphins. They weren't even in my top ten last week. But since Tua is healthy, their whole team is healthy. Tua clicks with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Their offense is an absolute powerhouse, and they seem to play a million times better than what they were the last couple weeks. They are a really good football team, and they have a really easy schedule coming up. Don't be surprised if they have, like, 11 wins.
0: Easy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, My number seven, up one spot from last week. They are actually about to play uh, just around time of the recording. I have the Cincinnati Bengals, excuse me, uh, four and three. I think after tonight, five and three. But either way, four and four, uh, right around either you know five hundred. Either way, they're going to miss Jamar Chase for sure. Um, out four to six weeks with a hip, but when you have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and it might sound funny, but Hayden Hurst, um, they got some depth. And Joe Mixon can really run the ball. Uh, I think P. Ryan's still there. That's a really good one too. And the defense is getting better every week. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, number seven on my top ten.
1: My um, number six, the team that is playing tonight, the Cincinnati Bengals. With that, even without Jamar Chase, they still have really respectable ce- receivers out there. Uh, their offense is really clicking. Joe Barrow is a nightmare to play against, uh, as long as he doesn't get sacked um, and not injured. Um, they're 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 looking back to they're almost to where they were last season. Yeah, they,
0: and if you remember last year, they started slow last year, too. And they mm-hmm. really kind of just caught um, caught fire right around this time, a little later in the season last year, yeah. All right, my number six, I have the Baltimore Ravens. That's probably happy to hear that. Up one spot, five and three now on the season. Like we said, very easily could be eight and oh. Didn't look great in the first quarter. Lamar really didn't look great in the first half. Second half, Lamar came out ready to roll in Tampa on Thursday night. They put it to the Buccaneers running the ball. And uh, Baltimore definitely going to be a team to keep their eye on as the season progresses. Uh, So I have Baltimore at number six on my rankings. Uh, My number five,
1: I have the six and one Minnesota Vikings. They've also had an easier schedule. They've only lost to the undefeated Eagles. Got to give respect where where credit's due. Um, they're a good team. That That's pretty much all I have about the Vikings. I mean, I know they really haven't played that many good teams yet. I mean, you could say the Cardinals was a decent game that they won and they got smoked by the Eagles. But other than that, they're a pretty good team. And at 6-1, they're a top-five team no matter what.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I do have the Cowboys, though, at number five, six and two. My top five, fun fact, did not change after uh, this last week again. Cowboys put up 49 on the Bears. Not that impressive, but still impressive to put up, you know, 42 offensive points and then the the fumble recovery by quite possibly defensive player of the year, Michael Parsons, one of the best players, offense or defense in the league already in year two. He's scary. Um they did that without Zeke. Tony Pollard looked awesome. You get Zeke healthy, get them 1-2, and one two, you know, Thunder and Lightning. Gallup's only going to get better as the season goes on. Uh, you have C.D. Lamb as a bona fide number one. Dalton Schultz, really nice tight end. Dax is going to get healthier. The defense is nasty. Uh, Dallas, number five on my list.
1: I have the Dallas Cowboys at number four. The arch rival to the Philadelphia Eagles another team I got to give credit to elite offense, elite defense. Tony Pollard is insanely good behind Zeke Elliott. Maybe he just needed that game to break out since Zeke didn't play uh, Dak Prescott's getting healthier and healthier and their offense is going to shine even more. Um, they're a scary team to face against any team would be scared to face them. Yeah. Cause
0: defense travels, man. And in the playoffs, you know, if they can run the football the way they do and then play defense the way they do, that's, They're going to be a tough out in the playoffs, I think. Um, My number four, our four and five are flipped. I have the Vikings at four. They may be frauds. They may not be frauds. All I know is Dalvin Cook, top five running back. Justin Jefferson, top three wide receiver. Adam Thielen, awesome number two. Um, it's, It's a good football team. And bad division. They're going to stack up some wins. And... Only one bad loss so far, and it wasn't a bad loss. They just got smoked in Philly by the second quarter Eagles. So, and it's prime time. You can't expect Kirk Cousins to play well on prime time. That's not fair. So, yeah, I have the Vikings at number four on my list.
1: And we don't even really need to discuss it. Our 3-2-1 has been staying the same pretty much the entire season. Um, Except we've been swapping Eagles and Chiefs back and forth. Yeah, they've but... been
0: hit or miss, but right now I think we can agree. Chiefs after the bye week, still number three, five and two. Uh, the birds, the Philadelphia Eagles, go Eagles, uh, seven and oh, the only undefeated team in football at number two, and of course, number one, Bills Mafia. Josh Allen didn't even look all that great last night, and they still absolutely decimated the Packers. They're six and one, they're the best team in football. What, what, oh,
1: sorry, I didn't mean that. no, go ahead, go ahead. If the Eagles make it to 10 and oh, would you put them at number one?
0: I don't know. It depends on what the Bills are doing. Yeah. I I really think it's strict the schedule, man. If if the Bills are nine and one and the Eagles are ten and zero, it depends on how the Bills got to nine and one, how the Eagles got to ten and zero. I I just think that if they both keep playing like this, the Bills are the best team in football. It's not you know it's and that's not a knock on the Eagles. It'd be a phenomenal Super Bowl to watch. I'd love to see it. So that'd be fun as hell, man. So. And the God did the tailgating. Holy shit. Be legendary in Arizona. So definitely would. Yeah. Bills, Bills, Eagles, one, two, uh, in that order.
1: So normally we usually talk about the MLB in the beginning of our pods, especially now that the Phillies are in the World Series against the Houston Astros. Uh, but we just wanted to recap our games first before you got into that. So if you heard earlier, the game three has been postponed. Um, we're just going to talk about games one and two real quick. Uh, game one was electric. The Wild, Phillies dude. won in extra innings. JT Realmuto snuck a home run right into right field. Absolutely insane. And it was a comeback win, too. The Phillies did it again. They came back. They, they don't give up. They yeah. really don't give up. And Verlander stinks in in um,
0: World Series games. That's Fun also... fact, Justin Verlander among active – like actually, not just active, all-time pitchers – who have pitched, I forget the minimum number of innings, but, like, it's a decent amount of innings. He has the worst ERA of any starter in the history of Major League Baseball in the World Series.
1: You you want to know a crazy fun fact about Justin Verlander in World Series games that my coworker told me today? I
0: know he's 0-6 and, and eight starts now.
1: Oh, this is something completely
0: different. What's that?
1: Madison Bumgarner in World Series games would need to give up at least 30 straight home runs to even equal uh, Verlander's ERA in the world series. Oh, Mad
0: Madison Bumgarner, his, he may be a hall of famer just based on what he did in the world series. Like every year it was Madison Bumgarner is one of the most, if not the most dominant player I've ever seen hitter or batter in a world series, like hands down, hands down.
1: So, Um, yeah, I mean, the Phillies stole game one, incredible comeback. Um, fairly, even with the box score, um, Houston had one more hit than the Phillies. Um, Houston came out hot in the beginning of the game. Kyle Tucker. Wow. What a game unreal. Um, and then the Phillies struck gold right after the, um, Houston smoked us in the second and third inning where they gave up five runs in two innings. Then the Phillies came back in the fourth and fifth and tied it up with five additional runs. With a uh, Castiano single, uh, boom! With a double, and then Rumuto doubled in the fifth to uh, score Schwarber and Marsh, and then, I mean, Real Muto
0: Nick Castiano saved the game, by the way, in the ninth. Oh yeah, with that,
1: with that, with that sliding catch, right? That
0: was it. Altuve was on second and two outs. It's over. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Oh my god, um, what a play! Big Dick Nick.
1: So yeah, the the Phillies led in game one. They won six to five in ten innings. Yep. Um. Game two was completely different. I knew Houston was gonna get theirs. You, you knew they were no... gonna split.
0: There was no yeah. way the Phillies are winning two.
1: Exactly. I mean it is what it is. Everybody saw it coming. I, yeah. I knew I knew Houston was gonna win game two. Like you you I'm not stupid. Yeah. There's no way they're gonna give up two in Houston to the Phillies who lost almost 20 less games. Or who won 20 less games than um, the
0: Astros. Yeah, nineteen, I think. Yeah, because it was 106 and 87, I think. The two win mm-hmm. totals. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy.
1: Um, for So, with for, uh, game two, uh, what's his name? Valdez?
0: Framber Valdez. Let me just say, too, kind of shady. I don't know if you saw those videos online. I, I Just the fact that it wasn't even really looked at. He had stuff in his – he's a lefty. He, his right hand, he kept going to his right hand. He kept on like moving his right hand, like shaking it off people couldn't see. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not gonna say he did or he didn't. People are real quick to just be like, oh he's a cheater, he's on the Astros, relax. Okay. That was quite some time ago. And the Astros have been to six ALCSs in a row. Like, obviously they're still a good team. Like, come on, like let's 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 move past the bullshit. Um But it was kind of shady to see. I don't wanna be a Philly fan, but it, it was kinda shady. He,
1: I mean, say what you want. I mean, regardless if there is speculation with that or not, he pitched the gym. He threw nasty. He's,
0: and he's been like that all year long. You know, he had 25 straight quality starts in the season, sub three ERA. He had a phenomenal season. Yeah. And you
1: can't, you can't even be mad. We had Zach Wheeler pitching, you know, arguably the best pitcher in our lineup. He got, he got lit up in the beginning of the game. It is what it is. You know, Uh, eventually Altuve was going to light up. He was, literally he has literally done nothing in the entire postseason yeah he was going to get his eventually
0: yeah three three doubles to start yeah
1: and i will say that rookie pena he's going to be filthy
0: oh jeremy pena he's going to be an mvp candidate at some point it's yeah yeah, he's he's incredible
1: i mean the philly started to climb back near the end but it just wasn't enough time i mean
0: like i said you, you can't play comeback every game yeah houston's gonna come out focused they've been there a billion times they're not going to lose game two at home. They're, let's be real. They know if they, they go back to Philly down 2-0. Well. I'm not saying the series is over, but like you have to go into Philly and win at least two of those three games. Well, literally, because then, you know what I mean. But like you have to go in to extend it at that point. And then you have to still have to win both games at home. The Phillies have already proved they can win a game in Houston. I, yeah, you can't go back to Philly down 2-0. Well. It's, it's almost a death sentence. So... Yeah, um, it, just, was, it was a tough game, too.
1: And just a quick, for uh, Game 3, they were going to have uh, Lance McCullers and Noah Syndergaard pitching to
0: start. I think this only helps Syndergaard. He gives him another day to rest. I don't think he's thrown yet. I like the
1: Syndergaard move.
0: I like it. I don't hate it, man. And you know what? If it doesn't work out well, I don't know if you want to start Ranger in Game 4, but you have the extra day rest now. Your bullpens get a nice little more rest because, you know, they're going to be going, like, crazy in the next three games, so... Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't know. I mean, you set yourself up now as long as you can. I mean, I I think you need to steal two in, you know, at home if you're Philly, if not win all three. But at least I don't have to worry about them losing to the World Series on my birthday. That's that makes me happy. Game four is now on my birthday. Game five, Thursday, the third, which means now it'll be Saturday, Sunday, right? Game six, game seven, if necessary. I believe so. That's Sunday. Well, that's Saturday. Well, they'll have
1: to have that one day off to go back to the other stadium.
0: Yeah, so that's why it'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Saturday, Sunday. Unless they just don't move it back. Let me see what ESPN's saying. Because, I mean, if you remember the NLCS, the ALCS, they didn't have that break in between five and six. So let me pull it up real quick. Um, Right now it's still – oh, yeah, it's – uh, they haven't updated it yet. So, November 1st is going to be – yeah, they, they haven't updated it yet. It, they probably did at somewhere. It's not on ESPN, though. But it's all good. Uh,
1: you want to do your on this day to close out the uh, pod?
0: I would love to. Let me pull it up for you. On this day, October 31st in sports history, we have Washington Redskins in 1943 – Slinging Sammy ball passes for six touchdowns in a 48 to 10 win. That's a nice little stat Um, in 1950. Not our big cat, but the big cat Earl Lloyd becomes the first African American to play a game in the NBA scoring six points in his debut for the Washington Capitals on this day in 1950 Uh, on this day in 1968, the Milwaukee Bucks win their first game, beating Detroit one thirty-eight to one eighteen in their sixth game. And if you don't mind checking on me, they may have won the title in their second or third year. Do you want Milwaukee Bucks fact check that on me when they won their first title with Oscar Robertson and Kareem? Because it was Lou Alcindor back then. Um, nineteen seventy-two, Gaylord Perry wins the AL Cy Young Award. Nineteen seventy-three, Tom Seaver. Really good names, both of them. Wins the NL Cy Young Award.
1: The first Milwaukee Bucks championship was 1971.
0: So their third year of existence, second or third year.
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: That's how that's that's how great Kareem was. Obviously, Oscar was Oscar, but yeah. Um, 1988, we had our first ever Monday Night Football game played in Indianapolis. The Colts beat the Broncos 55 to 23. First. NFL Monday Nighter in Indianapolis, fifty-five twenty-three. Uh, on this day in nineteen ninety-four, Venus Williams makes her professional debut as a fourteen-year-old with a six-three-six-four win over world number eight, uh, number number eight, number fifty-eight, Sean Stafford. So that's pretty impressive—a fourteen-year-old Venus Williams. Um, on this day in twenty fourteen, this Hall of Fame class, holy wow! Um, You'll even know these names. Greg Maddox. Yep. Tom Glavin. Yes. Frank Thomas. Mm-hmm. Bobby Cox, the old Braves manager, and Tony La Russa, and then Joe Torrey as well, all inducted into the Hall of Fame on this day. Wow. What Phenomenal class. class. Phenomenal class, 2014. Um, and we have some birthdays, man. Um, on this day, happy birthday, I should say. What am I talking about? Um Brian Piccolo, have you heard of him before?
1: Oh, Brian song.
0: Brian song. Gale absolutely. Sayers, he had he had cancer, right? Yeah, um, pretty good running back too with Gale Sayers. Um, they were like best friends too. It's a phenomenal movie. If you've never seen it? I uh, I have seen the movie. Yeah, great, 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 uh, great story. Brian Piccolo and Gale Sayers, uh, was a bear from sixty five to sixty nine. Um, did get sick, had cancer, unfortunately died in nineteen seventy. Uh, was. Not quite thirty years old yet, unfortunately. Um, there wasn't too many birthdays yet. Uh, we also had Nick Saban on this day, uh, probably the goat of college football coaches. Although, fun fact, oh, that's not what I know. because he won one a couple years ago too. Yeah, that was that's wrong. We got to fix that. But um, yeah, Nick Saban, happy birthday, you douche wagon. So I just don't like him. How do you feel about Nick Saban?
1: He's the goat in college football he's a dickhead.
0: Yep. Okay. So we're on the same page. Um, if you remember John Lucas third, John Lucas, his dad, was born on this day in 1953. Born in Durham, North Carolina. Like, uh, probably like an hour 15 from me. Happy birthday, homie. And then one last one for you. You may or may not know this name. It's a great baseball name, though. Fred McGriff, the crime dog.
1: Yeah. I remember him from uh, the MLB Bigs
0: game on yes.
1: Xbox 360.
0: <laughs> the crime <laughs> dog. 1963, the big lefty. Big, big boy. Um, he hits a pop in that bat, too. Happy birthday to the crime dog. It's a phenomenal nickname, though, too. Oh, by the way, did you happen to see – we'll talk about some NASCAR real quick. I never thought I'd say that on the podcast, but did you see the, um, the move by Ross Chastain? i did not let me tell you so it was between two i forget who won the race but it secured him a spot it's the second to last race of the season in martinsville which it's like a a roll a, it's like a, a tri-oval kind of not tri-oval it's like an oval but it's like you go from 120 to 60 in a turn you might get up to like 180 real quick if that and then you're like right back down like you're not you're breaking the entire race it's rough He went video game mode, Ross Chastain, to get into the final four. They take the final four drivers uh, in the playoffs into the last race. And those four are the only that can win um, the championship. So Mm -hmm. Chastain was, I don't know, like 11th place, threw his car in turn three into the wall at full speed at like 120 miles an hour. And just rode the wall, gained six spots, five or six spots right at the finish line, and passed Denny Hamlin, who he then passed in the standings because of that move to make the, the final. Look it up, dude. I'm telling you, it is absolutely insane. Like people used to, like I in the NASCAR games, he even said, I didn't know if it would work. I used to do it in NASCAR 06 all the time. Like it was stupid. And it worked. And he, he made the the final because of it. It's insane. So, it's like never been done before. I don't think, and if it has, it I've never seen it. Um, there are people are like, yeah, Ross Chastain just walked in, and his balls are bigger than everybody else's. Like on the table, he had to like carry his balls in in a uh, in a wheelbarrow. Oh, it's so funny. The rednecks were losing their mind yesterday. Oh, and uh, like Steve said, Auburn fired their uh, head football coach today after like twenty-one, twenty-two games. That's wild. Like, poor Auburn, dude. Like. You're in the SEC and you're just second fiddle to Alabama. That's all you are. But so, um, oh, Sixers are tied with the Wizards at halftime, fifty-two to fifty-two. That's fun. So let's. By, see... no, by the way, I... they had
1: they had a reshuffle in the uh, lineup for the Phillies pitchers. Oh, did they? So Tuesday tomorrow, Suarez is pitching Game Three. I like that. Nola Game Four.
0: Nola back to Game Four.
1: Uh, Syndergaard Game Five. Wheeler Game Six.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Just had to throw that in there. I saw it on my phone update. Yeah.
0: You think though, if they happen to lose games three and four, they probably move Wheeler up to game five. You have in, to. In a must-win, yeah. You have to. Because I mean, you'll have Nola for game seven, and then you know Wheeler obviously would make himself available in a game seven too. Ranger mm-hmm. probably would pitch that game six. Yeah. Well, they're in a better spot now. Yeah, Ranger, Aaron Nola, Syndergaard five. If the Phillies have to use Syndergaard as a reliever for three or four, Kyle Gibson could start Game five. That's scary. Oh, that's scary. So, Game did it say? Yeah. So it'll still be. They're going to take that Friday off. Then it'll be Saturday and Sunday. Well, that's cool. At least I'll be my birthday party. I'll be watching a baseball game on my phone. And then Sunday, if it goes seven, I'll I'll be able to watch it. So cool all right man that, that was a good pod we actually got pretty in depth i think more so than we thought we would
1: yeah we i, I didn't realize how much how long we were actually on the pod this time it's crazy yeah, how it, much we had to, we had to talk about a lot though
0: yeah i'll let it um, out a little bit uh you not not too much but then i know we talked for probably like 10 15 minutes beforehand before we even yeah. started the pod so it's probably um, like gonna be at least an hour 40 hour 45 though i think close yeah. to
1: it uh final thoughts
0: Final thoughts. Uh, let's go Phils. Um, let's go Union on Saturday. MLS Cup Final against LAFC. They're only in their like third year. They're already in the MLS Cup Final. It's wild. Um, the Union, both teams are looking for their first cup. So that'll be interesting to watch. Um, go Joe Burrow tonight. I love you, but I need Joe Burrow to lose his mind, um, but I'm probably gonna lose. I'll still be five and three though. I'm good. Uh, Zanelli, any final thoughts?
1: Uh, looking to be seven and one after tonight. That's wild. Yeah. Um, go Birds, seven and zero. Oh. Uh, go Phillies. Uh, need this is a big win. They need to win. Game yeah. three. Game three. It's a big win. Yeah. Um, that's all I got.
0: And um, the shorts. Any final? Oh, that's right. On us, <laughs> um, cool. All right, well, ladies and gents, you can, as always, check us out on Apple podcast on Spotify, North South. That is the podcast name, of course. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. At some point, hopefully, the shorts gets on that, but we'll all step it up soon. Here, I got like a month left in the semester, and then. I think we'll be social media heavy. We're gonna go crazy around the holidays. I'm making it making it known now. And um yeah, I guess that's about it. So for the shorts. Unfortunately, obviously not here. If you didn't notice already, that's why it was so quiet. LOL. Um, love you, kid. Jacobs signing off for Zanelli. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Have a good night. Deuces So. I got the whole crowd jumping. Dick in the shorts, got the podcast. Bumping best sports
1: talk, baby. Can't tell me nothing. Pick it with the best in the game on the mic. Nothing but respect, but you know we gotta fight. Hot takes, know we bring it heat like a blitz, So Strong will, keeping it a 100 like a pitch, though. Woo! Gotta bring the passion. Brothers don't miss, that clay, they splashing. All the talk shows north-south, y'all favorites. You ain't gonna wanna skip like Bayless. <laughs> Coming to you live and CPA. The two boys with the smarts, no GPA. So tune in, listen up, cause there's more to know. It's north-south. Turn it up and enjoy the show let go.